All right. Once again, good morning, Prophet, and good morning, everybody. Again, we are talking about today, right thinking. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll go straight into it, because that's why you're here. Father, we praise you. We thank you today in the name of Jesus. As we look to you in Jesus' name, we thank you for sending your word to us today. We receive it. We are healed because we receive your word. We receive our healing today in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. We can begin. All right. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. And I'm so happy that you're here with us. Uh, Again, we're talking about right thinking, and I'm going to just uh, go through some of uh, Pastor's notes this morning. Stop me when you are ready, uh, Pastor. So we're talking about uh, some excerpts this morning from uh, Kenneth E. Hagen. Most of you know him. Uh, we call him Brad Hagen. So we're talking, uh, looking at some of his notes. And he's saying <clears throat> that when he was a young minister, he had an accident that injured his arm. And while he was in the hospital, he said Jesus appeared to him in a vision and he spoke to him. And this is what he said. My best is that my people never even be sick or have an accident. Hmm. But very few people even walk in my best. I'm going to say it again. This is what uh, Brother Hagen said the Lord spoke to him. He said, my best is that my people were never sick or ever had an accident. But very few people ever walk in my bed. Mm. And then he went on to say there's a number, there are quite a few reasons why people get sick, why they have accidents, why they go to the hospital, why they have uh, operations and have to go to doctors. And here are those three, those reasons. Number one, most people don't know what belong to them. Number two, if they know these truths, many of them are weak in faith. And number three is because of disobedience. Mm-hmm. And and three again. The... So. Go ahead. Now, is this going to repeat? There are three reasons uh-huh. why people are sick and have accidents and things. So the number one reason is people don't know what belongs to them. Yes. The number two reason is, is weak faith. Even if they know the truth, their faith is weak. And then the number three reason is, they are in disobedience. Absolutely. Okay. And this is so important because in Isaiah chapter 43, write this down. In Isaiah 43, in verse 26. He said to put him in remembrance of his words. 
Well, how can you put him in remembrance of this word if you don't know what he said? We're talking about right thinking. How can you think right if you don't know what the word of God says? You can't. You see why this lesson today is so important? Did you know, if you allow me to say it this way, right here, Johnny on the spot, you can be healed with all the evidence of your healing. Are you listening to me? You can be healed right now. Let's find out what he said. As we go here today, I want to encourage you right now. Believe God with me and the prophet today. Amen? Amen. All right. So but he went on to say that to Dad Hagen, he said to Kenneth Hagen, he said that the reason you had your accident was because you were in disobedience. This is wow. when Jesus spoke to Kenneth Hagen as he was in the hospital. He said the reason you had your accident is because you were in disobedience. Now that's powerful right there. Yes, it is. Because, he went on to say, because when you were in disobedience, you've gotten on the devil's turf. Over say that again. Territory. Say that he again. Said to him, so he said to him, the reason he was in disobedience, the reason why he had the accident is because he was in disobedience. And when you're in disobedience, you have gotten over on the devil's territory and the devil attacked him. Absolutely. Yes. And that's powerful because we oftentimes wonder, well, why did this happen to me? Mm -hmm. We're on the devil's territory. We're in his, on his turf. We're in his territory. We're in, we're visiting his, his area, his space. We're over, when we walk in disobedience, Obviously, we are doing something that's going to go against what God has said. And Satan sees this, so he acts his opportunity, sees the moment to attack us. And we're going to find out a little bit more about that as we go into our lesson today. So it's sobering that Jesus said very few people ever walk in my bed. Make a note of that. I would make a note of that if I were you. Very few people, he said, ever walk in my bed. Yeah. I want to walk in his bed, don't you? Amen. I know you do. But we have to make sure, first of all, as the pastor just said, how do you know the word of God? How do you know when you're when you're on the devil's turf or on God's turf, if you don't know what God saw. Uh -huh. So that's the key right there, is we must know the word of God. So this morning, we're going to focus on what Jesus listed as cause number two. Cause number two. 
And what is that? So many people are weak in faith. Yes. We're going to focus on that this morning. So let's go deeper. So we're going to start with this topic of renewing the mind. Renewing the mind. Now, there's a lot of information out there about renewing your mind. Many, many ministers have taught on the subject. But you see, again, mm-hmm. we want to focus, we want to focus your attention on this one little area. And there's a lot of work done on renewing the mind. But we want to focus on strengthening your faith. You see it? We want to focus our yes. work this morning on strengthening your faith. So first of all, if we are going to have strong faith, wow, that's the name of our ministry, amen, where we get our mm-hmm. title from. If we are going to have strong faith, we have to think right. Yes. We must think right. If we're going to have strong faith, I'm going to say it again. The number one thing we must do is think right. Yes. And if we think right, we will what? Believe right. Yes. And then we will speak right. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately what? We will receive the blessings of God. I'm going to go over that again. When we think right, we believe right, and when we believe right, we speak right, and then we receive the blessings of God. Did you get that? That's right. So that's very powerful. That's very powerful. If you did, if you took, if you don't take any more notes today, you should have those. Again, we're talking about strengthening our faith. And when we have strong faith, this is the result of strong faith. We will think right. And if we think right, we're going to believe right. And when we believe right, we will speak right. And ultimately, our goal is to what? Receive from God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goal can be reached. Absolutely. There's nothing impossible about that. You can do this. This is doable. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right? You know, you know, I like to give examples uh, so that we make sure that you understand because, you know, the word God uh, is powerful, but sometimes it can be a little challenging for us. So right here, let's just pause a moment. So we just looked at, I, I think, was, what, what is the most important foundation uh, piece of our, our work today, and that is developing strong faith. So strong faith, we see, starts out as well, thinking right. Well, let's look at that. What do you mean thinking right? Okay, let's choose a topic. We're talking about our health, right? That's right. Yeah, let's use that. So if we're thinking right about our health, the number one thing we're going to be doing is looking to 
you're seeking to find out, well, what did God say about it? Mm-hmm. You see that? If you don't know what the Word of God said about your healing, then you are not going to think right about it because you have no knowledge of it. How can you have, how can you think correctly about something if you have no knowledge about it? Let's go, let's go to another area. Let's take something you might, that might be going on in, on, on your job, in your workplace, in your place of business. And, and, and you are seeking to increase, uh, uh, your, your base, your, 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 your clientele, your, your customers, whatever you call them. You're seeking to increase that. Well, how can you increase clientele? How can you increase membership? How can you increase, you know, if you have no idea about supply and demand? If you don't understand what your clientele uh, is in, interested in. If you don't know the things that they, that it takes to increase your client input or your client uh, platform. How do you know, how can you do that if you have no knowledge? Now you can think about this all day long. But if you don't mm-hmm. have any type of input, information, if you have no research, if you don't have a clue about what your clients are interested in, how can you grow that client base? How can you keep their curiosity? How can you get them involved with your company if you don't know what, in, what interests them? Getting back to the Word of God. God has said something about your healing. You see, we're talking about spiritual things. Healing is spiritual. Remember that now. Okay? Yeah, there are medical ways of achieving a goal as it relates to your healing. But remember this now. We always share this with you. You can choose either or. You can choose to be healed by medication. And when you choose that route, it's not always the best way. It's never the best way because there is a better way for those of us who are born again. Yes. I'll never forget uh, one of uh, Kenneth Hagin's little nieces uh, came down with some serious disease. And, and, and when they brought that information to him, they asked, he asked her, well, because she, she was in his ministry, she knew the word of God. But still he asked mm-hmm. her, honey, now, now you can go to the doctor. That's your choice. I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But what you have, you have to make a decision. You want to go to the doctor? You can. But uh, do you want to be healed spiritually? See, because she knew about spiritual healing. She was trained on the Word of God. Even though she was only 14 years old, she still was trained on the Word of God. Are you listening to me out there? That's right. And because she was trained on the Word of God, he put that question to her. He knew her thinking mm-hmm. was right. He knew she had the right thoughts. And and ultimately, just like he was hoping she would make that choice, she said, no, Uncle Ken, I want to receive my healing by faith. I want to receive it through the word of God. Just go ahead and lay your hands on me and pray for me, and I will be healed. And I will Are be you healed. listening to me? Are you listening? That's right. And because she was in, watch this, her faith was strong concerning the word of God. Our faith was very strong because her Uncle Ken had taught her the Word of God, just like we're sharing with, with all of you. Every Saturday morning, we're sharing this Word. 
We're bringing it to you. We're delivering it. We're like Amazon. We're delivering it right to your doorstep, right to your patios, right to your porch. We're delivering it to your computers, to your iPhones. We're delivering it to you, right there where you can get it. And then we make ourselves available to you to ask questions. If you have some type of concern or if you didn't get it the first time, we'll replay it. We'll repeat it. We'll send it again. Yeah. So your faith can get strong in this. We don't, uh, we didn't come to you expecting you to be some faith giants when we, when we started out, but we expect you to grow in faith. We're talking about strong faith this morning. We're talking about growing your faith. So, so you can step out and say, no, I, I thank you for the doctors. I, I thank you for, for the medication. And even still, let me go back and retract and, and, and do a little, you know, a little side post here. We're not trying to tell you if you take the medicine to stop taking it. That's not what we're saying. But we share yeah. this too. Take it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Put the word on it. Put the word of God on it every time you take it. So what are you That's doing? Right. You're following your doctor's instructions, but you're infusing yourself with the word of God. You're infusing That's yourself right. with the word of God. You're infusing yourself with the word of God. Amen? And this is how you grow your faith. This is how you become strong in faith by replaying it over and over and over, and over again. That's you see right. it? And so he put that question to her. And this 14-year-old said, Uncle Ken, I want to receive my healing by, by the word of God. And she did. You see, her yeah. faith was strong. Now, if your faith is not there, then keep working on it. Amen? Just keep hearing it. And keep putting it in there and keep believing it and keep walking in it and just keep saying it over and over and over. I shared, uh, this week with the team in our prayer time, uh, uh, of a woman, uh, Amanda God shared about her with the breast cancer. And I think it's fitting mm-hmm. that I shared with you this morning. She had the breast cancer and it was there. The doctors had found it. They'd seen it and they were treating her for the breast cancer. But somehow or another, she got a hold of the Word of God. Someone introduced her to the Word of God. And because the woman was in faith about the Word of God, even though the cancer was there, she kept taking the medication that the doctors had her on, but she also took the spiritual medication right along with it. She said, I took it in the morning. I took it in the evening. I took it at, in, in, in midday and in the evening and at night. I just kept putting it in. I put it in in the morning. I put it in the in, 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 at lunchtime. I put it in, in in the evening. I put it in at night. And she said, I just kept putting it in and putting it in and putting it in. And then one day the doctor said, wait a minute. What's going on here? Because we don't mm-hmm. see the cancer anymore. What happened? She said, well, I think I put so much of the word of God in there, it pushed the cancer out. That's exactly what happened. Are you yes. listening to me? She said, I put so much of the word of God in there, I don't think they had any more room for the king. Come on, you got to get a hold of this this morning. She said, I put so much of the word in that it didn't have, there was no more room in there for the cancer. And if that's you this morning, you know what? God is no respecter of person. Yes. Don't let the doctor's report cause you to throw your hands up and give in and cave in and quit. There is a, 
I'm telling you. <laughs> I used to like the way my father in the gospel said, he said, the doctor's report is great, that's fine. But thank God, we have what? Inside information. We have inside right. information. And what is inside information? It's the word of God. It's his word. So don't, don't cave in and quit at these bad, uh, these harsh sounding diagnoses from the, from the doctors. You have inside information. You, you need to mm -hmm. turn quickly and get right back into these training sessions and get right back into healing school and say, guess what? I have inside information and I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put the word in in the morning. I'm going to put the word in at lunchtime. I'm going to put the word in in the evening. I'm going to put the word in the last thing I do before I go to bed. I promise you, child of God, this is something I'm so convinced about. Mm -hmm. That's why I share with you. That's why we share these wonderful testimonies and this word of God with you because it works. And you find yourself saying, your doctor saying to you, well, where did it go? Hey, God. That's right. So we're talking about developing strong faith. We we yeah. saw in our in our teaching this morning that the number two reason why people get sick, why they have to have operations, why they have just like that. Hey, and he said, God, Jesus told him, you being disobedient. That's why you had the problem. So number two reason is. So many people are weak in faith. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't weak in faith. He had he had faith, but he was in disobedience. So what we're focusing on this morning is so many people are weak in faith. Yes. Is that you? You can increase your faith. You renew your mind. That's all. We're talking about how to renew your mind. Praise God. Because we know that faith it comes by hearing the word of God. And that's what this woman with the breast cancer did. She just heard that word and she put it in. You see, listening to the word of God is one thing. But you still have to get it into your mouth. You have that's to get right. it into your heart. Amen? So, if we think wrong, <clears throat> then, then we're going to behave wrong and we believe wrong. But if we think right, we're going to think right. And if we believe right, we're going to speak right. So when you believe right, when you believe the word of God, that's why we're talking about uh, uh, developing strong faith. So you must believe the word of God so that you will what? Speak the word of God. That's and right. then you will receive the blessing from your own speaking. From your own mm -hmm. speaking. It's a great thing to hear us speak the word of God. But do you know your body will respond to the words, the word of God spoken out of your own mouth before it will respond to the words spoken out of our mouth? I'm going to say that again. That's right. Your body will respond quickly or quicker to the word of God coming out of your mouth, coming out of your heart, than it will someone else. Mm hmm You know, it's, it's, it's like this. Here's a person sick. But they hate medicine. They can't stand medicine. So they want somebody else to take the medicine for them. But they're the ones who are sick. 
Well, I don't have to ask you that work. You already know that won't work. It's the same thing with the Word of God. There are people who look to other people to do all their praying for them. I will never forget, uh, many years ago, they, they had this person, they told me, uh, they don't need to pray because they have a, a intercessory team at their church that do all their praying. Okay. And you know what? Mm. I knew why they talk the way they talk. I knew why they act the way they act. And I knew why they stayed sick all the time. Did you know people who don't have time to pray don't have time to get the word either? Absolutely. Faith cometh by how? By hearing and hearing the word of God. You can get disobedient with God in many ways. Mm -hmm. Well, are they going to talk about healing again? Are they going to talk about faith again? Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't need to hear that no more. Show me in the scripture where you don't need to hear it again. Sure you do. And again and again and ad infinitum. See, faith cometh by hearing. But in order to activate it, you must act or speak. Or both. Did you catch that? You must act or speak or both. All right. Amen. So true. And we, I thank God for this lesson this morning. I pray God that it is blessing you, blessing me. It's good to Amen. revisit these doctrines, these concepts of faith. It's wonderful to just replay them over and over in, in, and hear them in our spirit. And partake of yeah. that because, as you just said, Apostle, you know, faith does not come, you know, I've heard that before, but faith doesn't come by having heard. I'm going to say that again. Faith does not come by having heard. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. You know, you can play, you can look at a scripture today and receive one thing from it today and read it again the next day and get something totally different from that same verse that you just read. Why? Because the scriptures are alive. Did you know that? That's right. The word of God That's is right. alive. And God yes. speaks to you out of his word. I'm going to say that again. He speaks to us out of his word. That's right. So we... If we believe wrong, if we, if our thinking is wrong, then our believing is wrong, and then, you know, we're gonna speak wrong, we're gonna behave wrong. But if we think right, oh my God, and, and, and if we believe right, and if we speak right, then we will receive the word of God. Listen, God can only work through you. He can only work through us, through right thinking. Mm -hmm. But the devil can only work through what? Wrong thinking. I'm going to say it again. God can only work through right thinking. And Satan can only work through wrong thinking. Did you know that? That's right. That's right. 
So when you're thinking right. right, then God can work in your life. Yes. When you're thinking, when you're thinking, Jesus was was wounded for my transgression. You know, the doctor just told you, gave you a bad report, but you're sitting there thinking, in spite of what he just said, you're thinking, Jesus was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquity. And the chastisement of my peace was laid on him. And with the stripes that wounded him, I am healed. See, if you're thinking that, it's going to erase, it's going to put to long that terrible diagnosis the doctor just put in your hearing. It's going to, if you think on that, and think on that, and think on that, and think on that, through the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. If you just think on that, and think on that, by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. And just think on that, even though the situation that the doctor described is real. It's, it's right there. It's there. It's no denying it. It's there. But child of God, let me tell you something. If you just constantly think on, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And then you you get to believe in that. You get to believe in that. Because see, let me tell you something. When it, when you just reading it for the first time, that's called mental assent. You might tell, yeah, that sounds good. That's right. I know Jesus said that. But until you believe it, see, there's yeah. a difference in knowing something and believing something. Are you listening to me? There's a difference in just knowing Jesus said that and you actually believing it. See, when you believe it, you, 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 there's going to be a reaction from you. There's going to be a different reaction when that thing drops down in your heart. Mm-hmm. Because when it goes in your heart, now you're believing it. When, yeah. when you just read it and you hear someone uh, saying it, you say, yeah, Jesus did say that. That is so true. But you must be in agreement with him. How do you get in agreement with him? You say, you, 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 you speak his word. You believe his word. You receive his word. That's right thinking. That's right believing. See again, if you think wrong, you're going to believe wrong. And when you believe wrong, you're going to talk wrong. When you talk wrong, you're going to act wrong. But you cannot expect to be healed and in disagreement with God. Well, how do you say, Brother Yonder, I'm in disagreement with God? By listening to what you say. By what? By listening to what you say. See, the scriptures say you can have whatsoever you say. You can have whatsoever you say. Again, if you don't know what God has said, how can you put in the remembrance of this word? Well, you can't. There's a difference in believing and just hearing the scriptures. 
Yeah. You might say, I know Jesus said that. Jesus did say that by the stripes, by his stripes I'm healed. When we, mm-hmm. when we make those confessions, that's not what believing is. Believing is when something goes into your heart. And then you have a reaction. You have a different reaction when it goes into your heart. It's, it's pretty yeah. much like your child. You know that's your child. Or your name. You know that's mm-hmm. your name. You don't, you're not just in a, you know, hearing that someone's trying to convince you that's your name. You know that's your name. You believe your name is Gloria. You believe your name is Carol. You believe your name is Sam. You believe it and you not only know it, but you believe it. And no one yes. can convince you that your name is not Carol or your name is not Sam. You are totally persuaded. Like the Bible says, Abraham was fully, fully. persuaded. And that's, that's why good. God could send him out to places uh, where he knew no, had no knowledge of. He didn't know where he was going. Child of God, are you listening to me? Abraham didn't have a clue where God was sending him. But yet he obeyed God. He stepped out by faith. The Bible says he was fully persuaded that God was able to perform that which he had promised. And that's the way you have to become. You have to become fully persuaded in your heart. Even though the symptoms are there. Even though the doctor's report is there. Even though the pain is there. Even though all of the the, the conditions that go along with that sickness is there. You have to believe above all of that that Jesus says, by his stripes, you are healed. And see, once you believe that, then your behavior is going to be different. You're not going to ever just go around telling people, well, I have cancer. Well, I have diabetes. Well, I have heart trouble. Well, I, you, you're not going to speak that because that's not in your heart. You know what you will speak? You will speak what's in your heart. By the stripes. Yeah, yes. the doctor's report is there, but by the stripes of Jesus, I know that I'm healed. By the stripes that's of right. Jesus, I know that I'm healed. Are you listening? You see, that's the that's difference right. when you have heart faith. That's the difference when you know something in your heart and you have received it as being final authority because the word of God is final authority. So what are you doing? You're working on something. Mm -hmm. Your faith is pushing that thing out of your body. Just like the woman who was healed from the breast cancer. She said, I don't know. I think what happened was I put so much word in there. It pushed that cancer out. Child of God, that's what believing will cause you to do. It will not be a hit and miss kind of thing. Nobody doesn't shouldn't have to remind you to get up and put the word in in the morning or put the word in at noonday or put the word in. Oh, you Jesus. have this condition upon your body. Nobody shouldn't have to remind you to do it. You know why they don't have to remind me to do it? Because I'm fully persuaded that I need it. Just like you've given me these capsules and tablets and, and, and liquids and all of that and you're telling me to take this today and I'm doing it, I'm obeying it. You know why I do that? Because my faith is in the capsules. My faith is in the pills. But if your faith is in the word of God, child of God, you will put that word in just like you put in those capsules in. You will put that word in just like you put in those tablets in. You will put those that word in just like you put in those eye drops in. You will put it in and nobody will have to ask you, well, did you do the word of God today? Well, you know, it's time to do the word. You know, well, you know, I don't feel like doing it. No, you, whether you feel like it or not, you're going to put it in. 
You don't always feel like popping those big old horse pills either, but you do it. Absolutely. And you do not. And nobody's got to make you do it. None. They shouldn't have to make you, force you, pull you, drag you, encourage you to do the word of God. That's when you're fully persuaded. That's when you are walking in faith. That's when your faith is working. Are you listening? It's got to be in your heart. No one has to remind you your name is Carol. You already know that. And if I try to convince you that it isn't, I might have a fight on my hand. Hello? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might have a fight if I try to take it away from you. Try putting a stake in a dog's mouth and then go and take it from it. You'll lose your hand. You will come up with a nub. That dog will not only defend you taking that stake out of his mouth, but he'll take that hand. He'll take your hand off of you before he lets you take that stake. You know why? He's convinced that's his. And he wants it and he's not going to give it up. You should be dogmatic about the word of God. Don't let anybody take the word of God out of your mouth. Don't let anybody convince you it's not working. Don't let anybody convince you that you don't have to do it today. You have to do it every day. You should want to do it. I get up every morning and you should do the same thing. Amen? Why? You're working on something, child of God. Yes. You're growing your faith. And can he lie? No. Come on, you know him. You know him. You know him. Can he lie? Will he lie to you? Did did God lie to us when he told us that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of his peace was on him? Our peace was on him and with the strife that wounded him, you are healed. Did he lie to you? No, no. Did he lie to you when he tell you that, 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 that he sent his word and healed you? Did he lie to you when he said that he satisfied you with long life and show you his salvation? Did he lie to you? Of course he Come did on. not because Come he, on. he cannot lie. Well, if he cannot lie, I'm persuaded, just like Abraham. I'm fully persuaded that what I need to do is develop my faith. Yes. How I develop my faith. And you can do the same thing. Amen? That's right. I believe it helps people to understand like you were saying. Yes, we understand. I believe God said to me, Helen, my people don't always understand. They're reading my word and they're good people and they love me with all their heart. But they're not, they don't really understand it. So you have to put it in a way. That they can understand it. He said, because when my people understand my word, when my people understand what I'm saying to them, they'll make better decisions. Absolutely. Their behavior will be different. So we do everything in our power. Some people might say, man, there there they go again with all that long, drawn out, this, that, and the other. But let me say this. We take pride in breaking the word of God down. Absolutely. Focus on making sure that we're not just preaching to you another sermon. That we're not just giving to you something that, you know, someone has already said and just hurry up and throw stuff out at you and, and then, well, if you got it, fine. If, if you didn't, we're just going to move on anyway. No, that's not who we are. That's, that's the platform of this ministry is that making sure you understand. And we do not mm-hmm. mind going over it 
and over it and over it again until you do understand. Because if you have no knowledge of how to work the word of God for yourselves, why you keep coming? What's the purpose of constantly showing up here? You see? Why do we go to college? Because we go to higher educational learning uh, platforms with the expectation of coming out of those areas and those arenas with the ability what to do something, with the ability to do what we've heard, with the ability to do what we've studied all these four, five, six years. We want to be a nurse. Well, you're going to go to school. And when that training is over, you come out with the expectation, I'm now equipped to know all that I need to know to be a great nurse. I've gone to school eight or nine years. I'm coming out of that training with the expectation that I'm a great doctor and I know what to do. Well, why go into this training? The Bible of Christ, mm-hmm. the body of Christ must understand that we must go into the training of the word of God. Go into it like yeah. we go into any other learning uh, uh, platform. Institution. With, with yeah. the expectation that you're coming out of it with the ability to know how to what? Do for yourselves what God has said. That's good. Because he, because he's not a liar. Satan wants no. us to think that he is. He wants to say, oh, you know, I tried, I faith stuff, and it didn't work for me. He wants you to say stuff like that. Because yeah. Knows, don't you know Satan knows the word of God but the difference is he can't love nobody he can't love mm-hmm. like you can love he can't love like we love he knows the word the Bible says he was in the garden of God he knows the word and he knows that God said to us you are programmed to have what you say mm-hmm. and so he's jockeying for your word He's hoping you will say things like, I try that faith stuff and it doesn't work. He's excited. He's turning cartwheels when you say things like that. He's in the corner laughing at you when you talk like that. The first mm-hmm. thing you need to do as being becoming a born-again believer in Christ is that is getting a good Bible-teaching church that's going to teach you the Word of God. Yes. So you know what you should be doing. Amen? And we thank God for this, for this platform, this e-ministry that we have, this, this viral ministry that we have, that we can sit in our home and, and, and mm-hmm. we can tune in to, 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 to meetings like this from the comfort of our own home and then get a good working knowledge. Just come with, as Apostle likes to say, get pen and pencil, pad, get something, get your e-pad, Get your, your iPhones, get your desktops, get your laptops. Get, you know, we have modern technology today, man. We can record these things and we can play it over and over and over again. We say something, you can get the tape or get the CD or get the whatever and back us up and make us say it again until you get it. Yes. Amen. But you got to get it. We, each of us must get it for ourselves. Absolutely. And God Absolutely. has made it available. He's made it available. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Amen.